Good morning, good morning, everyone out there, and welcome to another edition of Sports with BI on the Block 105 Radio. Today's date is Thursday, October 21st, 2021. What's going on, everyone out there? I hope y'all enjoying y'all morning with Sports with BI and the Block 105 Radio. I used to give a shout out to Rec. Rec, thank you for all your patience. You know I was running a little late, but I'm here, and I appreciate you being patient with me. Everything you do do for me, I appreciate it. Shout out to Linneo, Linneo, Linneo. My man is your best. Losing is not an option. You already know. This is my birthday week. So if you get on my radio show on Thursday, we will have a special Sports Will Be Our giveaway. I can't tell you what it is. You got to tune in and you got to answer two questions. The two questions is going to be, Who's my favorite Nick? The two questions is, who's my favorite Nick from the 90s era? And who's my favorite Nick today? Today's current Nick's team. And if you listen to my shows, I've always expressed these two Nick players that I love and, and I adore. My 90s player Nick's, we talk about the Patrick Ewing team. Okay? With John Starks, not Spreewell, John Starks and Ewing team. I have a favorite Nick on that team, and who is my favorite Nick currently on the Knicks on the Knicks on the Knicks team right now? Those are my two questions in order to win my birthday giveaway, and I can't tell you what the prize is until you win. It's going to be a dope ass prize, and um, I'm gonna be on Instagram Live on Friday on Thursday, so stay tuned. My Instagram page is Sports with Bi, lowercase letters. So check me out on Thursday afternoon. I'll be on. Instagram Live with my manager, Best, and we're going to give away a special, special gift, birthday gift from Sports with Bianca. That's what we do, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? So we here, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the sports world, and we about to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Before I get started, though, I'd like to also give a big, respectful recipe shout out to my man, Shariq, my brother, Shariq. My cousin Tiffany's husband passed away a, a couple of days ago. Recipe Shariq, he was a gentle man, gentle giant. He was always good to everybody, always had a good heart. Worked in the library, us in the library with the, around the kids, worked at the high school around the kids. Always was an approachable man. I never heard him have any problems with anybody. Nobody talked bad about him. Everything was love with Shariq. I went to my cousin Tiffany's and, his, and him's wedding. It was beautiful. And it's just, it's just very, very disheartening, uh, you know, events that's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Turn of events that's happening right now. You know, you can't never question God, but, you know, at this point, we are questioning them because they took away a good man. And I'd just like to say, rest in peace, Shariq. I love you, my brother, cuz. We went from what's going on beyond to calling me cuz because he might have my cousin. So, Shariq, you know what I'm saying? My family, y'all stay strong. And um, you know, Brett's always here for for y'all. You know what I mean? And um, I'm definitely going. We're gonna definitely have a candlelight visual for Shariq on Thursday. Those that's in the making right now. And like I said on Thursday, we're gonna let you know. We're gonna let the community know where that candlelight visual is gonna be. All right. So with that being said, get your lattes ready. Get your coffees ready. Get your turbo shots ready. Get your ice. Ice coffee's ready. Whatever you do to get yourself in the morning, you're now tuned in. The sports will be out on the Block 105 radio. 
And you can check me out every Thursday on the Black Mobile 5 Radio like you're listening right now from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. every Thursday morning, baby. Let's get this shit. Let's get this started, baby. The birthday edition of Sports will be out on the Black Mobile 5 Radio. Let's get it started. We're going to get into the top headlines. The top headlines, let's start it off with some college news. Washington State fires head coach Nick Wovelich and four assistants for refusing the state to take the state-mandated COVID-19 vaccine. So basically, the Washington State Cougars head coach, college head coach, Pac-10, Washington State Cougars, the same school that, who went to that school? Ryan Leaf went to that school, right? Y'all know Ryan Leaf went to that school. He was a bust in the NFL. Head coach Nick Rovelich and his four assistants are refusing the state mandate for the COVID vaccine. You know what Washington State did? Their officials fired their asses because they didn't want to take that vaccine. So, you know, they were on the same type of time. You know, we're not going to compare it to Kyrie. But, um, you know, th- you know, if you don't take the state mandate vaccine in Washington State, you know what I'm saying? Up there in Washington, you know what I mean? As him being the leader of young men and playing college football, you know what I'm saying? Because this dude is a college football coach and four assistants. You know, they got they, they fired there. They, they got fired for not taking the, refusing to take the state mandated COVID-19 vaccine. That's what happens. Moving forward, the NBA commissioner, Alan Silver, one to the vaccine mandates on the vaccine mandate says Kyrie Irving status is an issue with New York City and not an issue with the NBA. So basically, Commissioner Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver is saying the players in the NBA should have a choice of taking the vaccine. But in New York State, like they did in Washington State, it's a mandate. You know what I'm saying? It's certain things you can't do athletics, um, arena-wise, whatever the case may be. They're not letting Kyrie play because he's not vaccinated. But the vaccine mandate, as far as the NBA is concerned, Adam Silver is saying that every, all players in the NBA should have the freedom and the choice to make if they do not want to take the vaccine or not. And that, not should, and that choice shouldn't or should not allow them to play basketball. You know what I'm saying? So he's being very fair with this situation. He's making sure that he is making it clear that this is a New York State issue and not an NBA issue. Okay, because if it was up to him, if you don't get vaccine, you can still play. If you're vaccinated, you can still play. It doesn't, you know, it really is not an issue to Adam Silver, but it's an issue in the New York, in New York, obviously, because look what Kyrie Irving, he's not playing. So, you know, it's an issue in New York. And I think that kudos to Adam Silver for stepping up and showing that he separated himself from the mandate in New York City. But as far as the NBA, they don't roll like that. And um, that's what's up. Um, here we go. We got some news coming out of, oh, the Zags. You're talking about the Gonzaga Zags or the runaway number one AP preseason. They're the number one in the AP preseason poll, top 25 poll. So the Gonzaga Zags, not the Baylor Bears, because they lost a lot of players and they were the champions last year. Not the Baylor Bears, but the Gonzaga Zags are the runaway number one AP Pick number one preseason pick in the top in the top twenty five poll. So big up to the Gonzaga Zags. And the only person I don't like the Zags is BC. My man Brian on the job. BC, that's your that's your team. The Gonzaga Zags. They don't never win. Every, they don't never win. 
He loves his axe. Moving forward, the Chicago Sky are the WNBA champions. Candace Parker's legacy comes full circle with her second NBA cha- WNBA championship. After she left LA, and she left LA after 13 seasons to go home to the Windy City and win the WNBA championship for the first time in Chicago Sky history. So she made history. She was with the LA Sparks for 13 seasons in the WNBA. Won the title over there, but came home. The homecoming was in effect. She came back home to Chicago and won the chip over the Phoenix Mercury this week. Deanna Taurasi and the crew, the Skylar Dickens. So big up to Van der Sloop, Candace Parker, and all the Chicago Sky ladies for winning the WNBA championship. What a, what, a, what a scene that was last night in Chicago. That stadium was packed. It wasn't the United Center because the Chicago Sky have their own stadium they play with. And that, that whole stadium was packed. The stadium was packed to support the Chicago Sky winning their championship in game four of the WNBA finals. So big up to Candace Parker, yo. She is definitely an icon in the sports world as a woman who decided to come home and have a homecoming and actually and actually won the title the first year she came home. So she really played out her dream. She didn't want to play for LA no more. She said, hell with it, I'm coming home and I'm going to win the title. And that's exactly what she did. So she beat the mighty Phoenix Mercury. And, uh, you know, uh, might I say, I'm proud of Candace Parker. And she showed me something that I've never seen. Some... Uh, something that is called resolve in women's sports. I mean, I know I've seen Venus Williams do it plenty of times, but um, this is something different. You know, Candace Parker is definitely an icon in the basketball world as far as women's basketball. She already was, but she really cemented herself as a Hall of Famer, a Hall of Fame basketball player as a female. So pick up to the females in the All-WNBA. It was a beautiful season for the WNBA in general. Even though my New York Liberty didn't do too good this year. They don't think they made the playoffs. But anyway, shout out to Candace Parker, yo. The Tennessee Volunteer. The, the two-time champion, all right? Big up to her, man. I, I, you know, that's what's up, man. You can't, you can't go wrong with that, man. That's a, that's a good story. That's a feel-good story. Moving forward. The Suns talks with with Aiton and without a deal. So the big man from Phoenix doesn't get the deal sealed. DeAndre Aiton, the big fella out of Phoenix, the center, he does not get the deal that he was looking for from the Phoenix Suns. So the season's about to start. So he's going to play with the same deal that he had currently last year. He wants a real thing. He wants to restructure deal. So, at the end of the day, his 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 management and the Suns management couldn't come up with a price for DeAndre Ayton. Maybe he was asking for some too much. DeAndre Ayton is a hell of a basketball player for the Phoenix Suns, and he's one of the top five centers in the NBA, might I say. And um, I hope everything gets done with the, you know. You can never count a man's other another man's money. All you can do is respect it. So I respect DeAndre Ayton for not coming to terms with the Phoenix Suns because maybe they was trying to under maybe they was trying to underhand him. It had to be something in the language that he didn't agree with 
So he didn't sign because I know they had a contract for him, but he probably didn't want to sign it because it wasn't. He felt like it wasn't enough. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what it is. The Indiana Pacers guard Malcolm Brogdon agrees to a two-year deal, a $45 million extension to guarantee him $89 million over the next four years. Wow. Can you believe that? That's a lot of money, man. That's a lot of money for Malcolm Brogdon. He's a good point guard. And he's 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 there for the next four years at, at eighty nine million eighty nine million over the next four years. So pick up to Malcolm Brogdon, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I you know, yo cousin, yo cousin Malcolm, come holler at me, man. <laughs> yo man, you ain't know your cousin sports would be out, man. Come holler at me, Malcolm. You got all that new money, man. Congratulations, brother. Moving forward. Aaron Rodgers yelled, I own you, at the fans in Chicago after the W against the Chicago Bears this last week six. So basically what happened was Aaron Rodgers scored the touchdown and he looked up in the stands and there was a Bears fan, which was a female, and she, 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 you know, she double flipped him. So if you don't know what the double flip is, she put both middle fingers up at him and he said, that's why I own you. Y'all can never beat us. He told the fan that when he he looked right in the eyes and told I own you to the woman because she flipped, you know, she double flipped Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? So she only got what she was asking for. She wanted some entertainment from a professional football player, and that's exactly what she got. And Chicago lost the game on top of that. So you already know. She got the double flip, and he yelled, I own you. You know what I'm saying? In Justin Fields' first game against the Green Bay Packers at Soldier Field, and they lost the game. All right? You know, that's what happens, you know? You can't be yelling at Aaron Rodgers, State Farm champ, AR-12. Are you crazy? That lady must have, that lady must have had too many bears in her system. She, she going she gonna, she gonna to tell Aaron Rodgers that, flip the middle finger at Aaron Rodgers with two hands? No, she was mad, mad. She was mad because the Chicago Bears was going down and they was losing that game. And they couldn't she couldn't go out there and play. She couldn't do nothing about it but yell and scream and curse and scream at the quarterback. And guess what? He told out that's why I own you. I bet you I bet you should never forget that. If she was smart enough, she would have recorded it. So she could she could have put that on you. She could have put that on Instagram. She could have got some she got some 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 hits on that. You know what I'm saying? She could have got a couple of hits on that. Just for the simple fact, you know. That's Aaron Rodgers, man. The great Aaron Rodgers. My team, my second team, the Green Bay Packers, because my first team, the Giants, is just bums. We're going to get into that, though. We're going to get into the bum-ass Giants. You know what I'm saying? We're going to definitely talk about that because they got to start from scratch, bro. You know what I'm saying? So moving right along, um, what we got here? Uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the pressure, the preseason narrative. We're talking about Lamar Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. The preseason narrative that this year was the year when the league was going to catch up with quarterback Lamar Jackson. Mm-mm-mm. What happened with that? The league did not catch up with Lamar Jackson. And with that being said, the, the, the news and notes, the news and notes portion of Sports Ruby is over, and we're segmenting into the we're, we're going into our second segment of the show, NFL. As I segue into it, 
the NFL Week 6 wrap-up. The Sports with BI NFL Week 6 wrap-up, baby. And we're going to start with the criticisms that people say about Lamar Jackson. The preseason, like I said, the preseason narrative was that this year was going to be the year that the league was going to catch up to Lamar Jackson. And, that, and guess what happened? Guess what, what did Lamar do? <laughs> Week 6, Lamar put on a show. He beat the, 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 the Ravens beat the Los Angeles Chargers 34-6. I had the Chargers winning that game, so let me mark this as a loss because I had the Chargers winning that game. What Sports Week BI had is, um, you know, I have to put an X next to this game because the Chargers lost. And if you watch my show on Sunday, you know what I'm saying, you will hear me say on, on, on Instagram Live, Sports Week BI, lowercase letters, every Sunday morning. You know what I'm saying? From 10.30 to 11.30, you would have heard me say, well, we had some audio problems last week, but we're going to get it fixed. You know what I'm saying? But I did say, I did pick the Chargers to win, and they lost to the Ravens. Everybody thought I was bugging, and they really, and you know, Lamar Jackson stepped up, man. And I, I got a question for y'all, too. You know what I'm saying? Who, you, who, you, who do y'all think is, you know, who y'all think is the MVP of the season, of the NFL season? Is it Lamar Jackson from the Baltimore Ravens? Is it the, is it the 6-0 Kyler, Arizona's, um, Kyler Murray Arizona Cardinals? 6-0 at that? Or is it Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? All right? I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to let, let that soak in real fast. I want y'all to let that soak in and y'all can understand who y'all think is the MVP of the NFL this season. Is it Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens? Is it Kyler Murray from the Arizona Cardinals, who's is currently 6-0? Or is it Dak Prescott and the the Dak and, and the Cowboys Dak Prescott, which is playing of which is having a very good season. And, and and Dak Prescott and the Cowboys beat the Patriots this week. Okay. They beat the Patriots this week. 35 to 29 in OT. The Cowboys are 5 and 1, and the Patriots go down to 2 and, with 2 and 4 record. That actually gives the Jets a chance to make some damage to, to catch up in the, a, in, in, in the AFC East. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, Dak Prescott had a hell of a game. You know what I'm saying? He, he had that touchdown pass to C.D. Lamb to win the game. What about Diggs? What is everybody thinking about Diggs right now? Diggs is a man, man. For real, Diggs, he's a man. Diggs played defense. He got, in six games, he got seven picks. He is definitely the one of the front runners for MVP in the NFL. He's defensive MVP in the NFL. His second year, I believe, in the NFL, he's really showing out. And his other brother, you know, the wide receiver playing on Buffalo, and they lost. So at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are running away with the NFC East right now. And that's a fact. And um, there's no way. I don't see anybody catching the Cowboys right now. You know what I'm saying? I just don't see it. Because Philadelphia, first of all, my Giants is, ain't, my Giants is bums. 
Philadelphia, they really not doing nothing. And Washington, they bums too. You know what I'm saying? If you would put a second best team in the NFC East, I would have to go with the Philadelphia Eagles just because I like the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I like their wide receivers. But I also like their defensive line. Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles have a decent defensive line in front of them. They got two powerhouse um, tackles. And I really like Philadelphia's defensive line. As we talk about the Giants, they get ramshackled 38-11. to 11. The, five, the Rams record um, up the, goes up to 5-1, while the New York Giants record is 1-5. Now let's break this whole Giants fiasco down real quick, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Sports with B.I. on the Block 105 Radio. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Rhett, for the for the opportunity to shine on the radio station. But as we continue talking about the New York Giants, man, oh, man, what about these New York damn Giants? What in the hell is going on with the Giants? I'm going to tell you what's going on. They got to start it all over again. They got to start from scratch, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get me, though. Right now is not the time to get me upset. It's too early in the morning for this. The Giants need to start from scratch. Obviously, we know now, which I was in denial, that that Shaquan Barkley picked the number two pick. Shaquan Barkley was a mistake. Looks like, oh, man. Dave Gettleman got to go. Dave Gettleman has to go. He has to go. It's time for Dave Gettleman to hit the road. Hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more yet. Don't you come back no more, Dave Gettleman. But it all starts up top with the Maris. You know what I'm saying? Because the Maris always want to hire in-house. They never want to go outside the box. See, what the Giants are supposed to do, instead of hiring Dave Gettleman, an in-house guy, somebody that the Maris wanted, that doesn't know a damn thing about NFL football, he ruined the team. You know what I'm saying? Ruined the, ruined the Giants, man. You know the Giants got the worst record in the NFL in the last five years? The worst record in the NFL in the last five years. I'm talking about nine and, oh my God, the record is solid. They won nine games in the last five years. <laughs> they have the worst record in the NFL. Winning percentage wise, right as we speak right now, in a five year span, wow, this is this is just something that is unexplainable. Dave Gunnerman got to go, and and they should have hired Lewis Reddick, the brother, the the, the the Monday night. He's on Monday nights right now. He's an analyst on Monday nights. Lewis Reddick, he he speaks on ESPN. He played for the Cleveland Browns. He played NFL football. He was a cornerback. Lewis Riddick knows his football. They're supposed to take Lewis Riddick, Lewis Riddick off that TV, away from that TV booth, and put him in executive position. And he's a brother. It's time to change the game. Now, I know that the Giants, they need a new quarterback. Let's just be real. And I'm really, I'm really starting to question Joe Judge as well. Because Joe Judge is going to keep... Don't judge kept Daniel Jones out there when it was a blowout victory. Not only did he keep him out there when the blowout victory, he just had a concussion last week. So why would you keep Daniel Jones on the field knowing damn well 
He could be susceptible to injury. <coughs> excuse me. In a blowout, in a blowout, in a blowout. The Rams is blowing us, blowing them out. Why did they put Mike Glennon in the game? Why would you keep Daniel Jones in the game? It makes no sense. And now on top of that, they had the anniversary of the Giants Super Bowl team, Justin Tuck, OCU Amora, Chris Canty, David Deal, Brandon Jacobs, Amar Bradshaw. Come on, man. The NASCAR defense was out there, man. You know what I'm saying? David Tyree. This is the team that beat the New England, the undefeated New England Patriots to win the Super Bowl. You understand what I'm saying? The NASCAR defense, man. Oh, excuse me. They had the NASCAR defense. But it was it, it was it was it was it was other Super Bowl that we won. Not that one. It wasn't the David Tyree catch. It was the other one, the one before that, when we had Classico Burris. It was it was it was basically the same team with a little with a little mix in there. Because Chris Candy didn't play on that team with uh Tyree. But he played on that team that won the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. The first one, when Classico Burris played on the team. That's the team that they celebrated. Um, this Sunday in the stadium. From all reports, that's when Eli Manning was a uh, Super Bowl MVP. For all, for all, for all reports, fans and 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 former alumni of that Super Bowl team, after they got announced, um, you know, the giving the respect for winning the Super Bowl, they they conveniently left the stadium in the third in the beginning of the third quarter. So by the time they went back upstairs to the suite, it was it was what it was four it was what eleven and three. By the time they got up to the suite, it was 21, 28 to three. So people started leaving the stadium in the third quarter. Now I feel sorry for all those season ticket holders, the giant season ticket holders. They spent all that money to watch that them, them, them sorry ass giants, man. What are you cheering for, man? You mean to tell me you go to have a what what what's the tailgate? I mean. What type of excitement do you have going to a Giants game knowing that they're going to lose the damn game? So you go get tailgate, you have a couple beers, you're feeling a little nice, whatever the case may be, with your family, your friends, your wife, your kids. So you're going to see a whole loss. You know they're going to lose, and if they win, you'll be happy. But, you know, it depends on what team they play. Now, they got the Panthers this week. As far as Joe Judge, I think that Joe Judge's word with this military talk about the submarine is, we're all in the submarine, if there's a leak in the submarine, we can't call on anybody to fix the submarine to sink. So what we have to do is patch the hole ourselves. Well, there's a big-ass patch to fix, Joe Judge. And all this submarine and, and marine talk, these, these guys in this locker room was not hearing it, man. What happened to Blackburn? What happened to our secondary? They're getting beat like a drum out there. Chase Black, um, Blackberry was a top cornerback last year. His Madden rating was a 91 this season. Now all of a sudden, he's a 70-something. What's going on out there, man? What's going on with Logan Ryan? What's going on with Jabil Peppers? Where is Jabil Peppers at? He played so fabulous last year. Where's, where's, where's our lineman at, man? 
Our best defensive lineman is playing inside. He should be playing outside. Marshall, I mean, come on, man. Leonard, man. I mean, come on, man. I'm going to go on and on about this Giants defense and how bad they're playing. And it's just not fair. For a fan like me to watch them damn Giants disappoint us every year. It's just not right. And I'm sick and tired of it, man. And I don't know, and I, you know, and I'm out of words. We're going to have to clean house, man. Daniel Jones out of there. Dave Gettleman out of there. We need a new, if we need a new fresh GM that's not hired within the Giants' walls. We don't need the Giants' brass to hire somebody within the Giants' walls. We need to go outside the box, hire somebody new and inv- new and innovative that's going to make some good moves, that's going to care about this the tradition of the Giants and start over from scratch. Of course, Sha- Shaquan Barkley. Unfortunately, I love Shaquan. But let's keep it real. Shaquan Barkley is injury prone. And that's a whole fact. He's injury prone. He's out every year. Last year was a torn Achilles. This year is a sprained ankle. He can't stay on the field. He played one or two games and get hurt. But this is the second pick. I mean, Shaquan, I mean, you just have bad luck, Shaquan. I love you, Shaquan. You're a brother from another mother. You know what I'm saying? Your legs is the size of tree trunks, but you, but you, you know what I'm saying? But you're always getting hurt. So what's all the muscles for? I got all those muscles and you're still getting hurt. So, you know, the Giants are in big trouble. And they need to, they need to see if they could reach out to Lewis Riddick again and see if they could hire Lewis Riddick as, as our GM so he could fix this big mess we have. We don't have no linemen. Our offensive linemen suck. We spent all this money on Galladay, this guy, that guy, and they're on the IR. So we spent, we, we put ourselves in a financial hole trying to patch everything up, and guess what happened? We, we lost out. This is, this is the result of bad, being a bad decision maker upstairs. This is the result. The result is the team you put out on the field. So the team you put out on the field is a result of what you have done on the offseason to make your team better. And by the looks of it on paper, you would thought that the Giants did everything in their power to make this team better. But Galladay doesn't look like that's going to work out. That's a $100 million contract. Nevertheless, Blake Martinez is out, our leader in the our leader. On defense in the middle, our linebacker, he's out with the two. He, he went out with an ACL injury this year. First, it was Shaquan last year. At least Shaquan played five games last year. Blake Martinez played three games and got, and got the ACL tear or MCL tear. Whatever it was, he's out for the whole season. Season ended injury. So, um, oof, man. I have a headache talking about the damn Giants, man. You know what I'm saying? For all you Jets out fans, any all you Jets fans out there, don't you laugh at me. Cause the Jets ain't nothing, the Jets ain't nothing to smile at either. Y'all had a bye week this week. Y'all deserve not, y'all, y'all shouldn't y'all shouldn't have played this week. Cause ain't no telling how y'all guys stinking up. So all y'all Jets fans out there, before y'all start talking about the Giants, make sure you put suck behind the Jets name as well. Okay? We're gonna see who has a better record this year. And it's sad to say because at the end of the day, the Jets, we, we predicted the Jets not to be good this year. But the Giants spent their money, and they're supposed to be good, and they're not. So we, we got stuck with egg on our face. But if the Jets suck this year, it's not going to really matter because 
The Jets wasn't predicted to do good anyway, but the Giants was. And that's the difference. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm done with my Giants rant. I'm done with my Giants rant until next week. And that's going to be that, man. I'm saying I, I love my Giants fans out there, and I know we mad right now. We just gotta take it for what it is and take the beat down. Because the only because guess what? Guess what? The only faith you have in New York City right now is the New York Knicks. That's the only faith we got, and, and actually, and they're actually good. So, you know, or if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, if you want to be a Brooklyn Nets fan, you can be my guest. But you know. The Knicks is the home team, so I'm saying like it's, it's always it's always something to look forward to. And the New York Knicks, obviously, we are bending the curve right now, and the Giants haven't been the curve, and the Knicks are bending the curve, and and, they, and the Knicks are actually the attraction of the city right now. To be honest with you, the Nets are supposed to win the title. Okay, okay, Milwaukee won the title last year. See what I'm saying? So, the Knicks are the toast of the town, and they are the team that's winning right now. And that's the team that most New Yorkers have faith in. That's Giants fans and Knicks fans. We got faith in the Knicks, so we're going to see what happens tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Sports will be be in the building. You already know. For the Knicks season opener. So, you know, we're going to see what happens. It's going to be pandemonium. It's going to be chaos down there. Opening night. And um, that's what it is. Um, moving forward, man. You know, I'm done with my Giants rant until next week. The Miami Dolphins lose, Pat, I'm sorry, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over in London, 23-20 to 20 on the last-minute field goal. The Miami records is 1-5, and, and the Jaguars records is 1-5. And, and you would think that the Jaguars won a damn Super Bowl the way those fools was, uh, um, the way they celebrated. You thought they won a Super Bowl. Them, them Jaguars shit, they, 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 they bad, man. So I can't complain. They won in five like the Giants. And Miami is bad, too. A lot of bad teams out there, y'all. Like I was talking about moving forward, the Green Bay Packers beat the Chicago Bears 24-14 as the Green Bay Packers go to 5-1, one of the top teams in the NFL. And the Chicago Bears go to 3-3. Three and three. And that's when, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers said, I own you to that woman who gave him the double flip. Alright, and Aaron said, I'll own you. I own you guys. So that's what's going on with the, you know, that was a rival game too. You know, that was that's a that's a conference game. You know what I'm saying? So you know, Aaron Rodgers with the five one record, they're looking good, baby. Moving right along. The Bengals beat the Lions thirty four to eleven. The Lions go to 0-6, and the Bengals go to 4-2. Watch out for them Cincinnati Bengals, everybody. I'm telling you, watch out for the Cincinnati Bengals this year. And I have a little question to ask my people about the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals and Joe Burrow have a chance to do the Bengals and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, the wide receiver, have a chance to change the AFC North. Do we have a chance to change the AFC North? As far as the AFC North, do they have a chance to change the AFC North. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? Can they challenge the Baltimore Ravens? Can they challenge the Pittsburgh Steelers? Can they challenge the Cleveland Browns, which are pathetic right now? And I'm going to ask you a question about the Browns in a minute. But let's get, you know, let's finish talking about these, these surprising Cincinnati Bengals with the 4-2 record. Can they sustain, can they sustain winning success? 
That's the question every Cincinnati Bengals fan should have because they have the quarterback. Excuse me. They have the wide receiver. They have the coach. The coach was on the hot seat, but it looks like he's doing a good job. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they got a little they got a little thing cooking over there in Cincinnati. So let's see what happens as the Lions go to pathetic 0-6. And the Lions co-head coach says that Jared Goff has to give him more. Going into next week's week six, seven, going into the Los Angeles Rams SoFi Stadium, Jared Goff's old stomping grounds. We're going to see. That's going to be a good rematch game. Could the Lions actually pull that one off to break the 0-6 snide? Well, we'll see. It's going to be a special game next week for the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff. As his head coach calls him out to say he needs to do more, and the team used to rally behind Jared Goff, and he needs more help as well, Jared Goff. Moving forward, the, the Houston Texans lose to the Indianapolis Colts 31-3. The Colts record 2-4, and four, and the Texans record 1-5. and five. Oh, well, you know, that's a battle of the have and have-nots, and they both have nothing. And then that's what I'm going to say. Uh, Carson Wentz doesn't, um, you know, Carson Wentz is who he is, and that's who he's going to be. You know, I don't, I, you know, a lot of people don't like Carson Wentz, you know what I'm saying? But I don't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm going to reserve my thoughts about Carson Wentz because at the end of the day, At the end of the day, Carson Wentz is who he is. And um, you can't take nothing away from Carson Wentz. And then, you know, that's what it is. Carson Wentz will find his way as he should. You know what I'm saying? We'll see, you know. I don't got too much to say about Carson. Moving forward, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Washington football team 31-13. The Kansas City Chiefs go to three and three, and the Washington Football Team goes to two and four. So what's that being? Who's that telling you? Did you see Patrick Mahomes throw that interception last week? Like, what in the hell was he thinking? What in the hell was he? What in the hell was he thinking? Throwing that ball up in the air like that? Patrick Mahomes has to be better than that. Patrick Mahomes has to be better than that. It makes no sense for him to throw that ball in the air like that with inception. And it's just careless turnovers by, 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 Mr., by Mr. Patrick Mahomes. And a lot of people don't have him as a top five quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to reserve my thoughts on that. That's an argument that I don't want to talk about right now. Moving forward, and best believe Kansas City is still at the bottom of the AFC, AFC West. Moving forward, the Minnesota Vikings in overtime beat the Carolina Panthers 34-28. The Vikings record is 3-3 and the Carolina Panthers is... Also 3-3. Then the Panthers will be facing the Giants next week in Giants Stadium. So let's see if the Giants can buy it back and beat the Panthers. The Panthers ain't nothing to fool with. They win the OT with the Vikings. So the Panthers going to come in there for blood. Um, we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? We already told y'all about the Los Angeles Chargers losing to the Ravens already. That was the first game we told y'all about. All right? <coughs> okay. And what do we have here? Oh, we got the average to 6-0. Say the best for last. The 6-0. I got one more game, though. The 6-0. Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Is he MVP? Is he y'all MVP? Answer the question. Against the Browns. They lose to the Browns. I mean, Arizona beats the Browns 37-14. The Arizona Cardinals go to 6-0. And the Browns go to a pathetic 3-3. And Baker Mayfield got hurt. His injury. His shoulder got messed up. You know what I'm saying? So now what? 
So what, so what, do, so what do we say here about this? What do we say? What do we say, people? What do we say? What do we say? What do we say about this? The Browns have injuries. Are the Browns the most disappointing team in the entire NFL? After the preseason hype, the Browns are 3-3. Three and three. The same record as the Steelers. Cincinnati got a better record than them. Okay, Cincinnati is is 4-2. Is so watch out. And Baltimore is 5-1. So guess what? Baltimore, 1. Cincinnati, 2. And then you got a battle for three and f- the 3rd and 4th. And that's the Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right? Are the Browns the most disappointing team in the NFL, like I said? Who knows? The Browns' injuries are piling up, though. Baker Mayfield shoulder injury. But he said he might. he's going to play on Thursday night. We'll see what happens. Nick Chubb out with the calf. Kareem Hunt out with the calf. That's my fantasy running back. You know what I'm saying? And the Ravens are for real. You know the Ravens are for real. Yes, they are. I asked y'all that question in the Ravens are for real on Sports UBI. Welcome to Sports UBI on Block on the Block 105 Radio. You already know all the Ravens for real. Yes, they are. Now all they gotta do is prove it in the playoffs. That's all they gotta do is prove it in the playoffs. That's all they gotta do is prove it in the playoffs. In our last but not least game, that Monday night game, that thriller, the Steelers beat the Seattle Seahawks 23 to 20. The Steelers records up to three and three, while the Seahawks dropped to two and four. With Russell Wilson with the finger out for another seven weeks. T.J. Watt making the play, stripping the Seattle's quarterback to get the field position to kick the winning field goal in overtime. All right. Stripping Geno Smith. Geno Smith with the careless, the carelessness. He's a good backup. He almost won the game, but he fumbled the ball at the end. Geno Smith, you got to hold on to that rock, baby. And TJ Watt, you know. Good strip. And that's going to wrap it up for week six in the NFL. But before I wrap it up, I wrapped it up already, but I'm going to go... I got one more tip to give y'all. I'm going to give y'all the sports would be our top NFL teams in my eyes right now. Top five NFL teams in my eyes. The number one team is Arizona Cardinals. The number two team is... Hold on, the number one team is Kyler Murray in the 6-0 Arizona Cardinals. Number two is Lamar Jackson. The 5-1 the Lamar Jackson Ravens. Number two in my slot. Number three, I'm going to give it to the Green Bay Packers. That five and one record. You know what I'm saying? And number four, I'm going to have to go with the Los Angeles Rams at five and one as well. You know what I'm saying? Now, I know y'all ain't going to like this. But at number five, I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right. I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, ladies and gentlemen. I'm don't 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 be mad at me right now. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me. Please don't be mad at me. Please don't be mad at me. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Bucks at number five. For all your cowboy fans, y'all definitely deserve a slot 
If y'all want to take Green Bay slot, be my guest. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have y'all as top five. Now, y'all right there, though. Y'all right there, though. As a five-on-one team. Y'all right there, though. You know what I'm saying? But you're not on my top five. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't saying that y'all can't be and y'all might be. But right now, sports would be out of top five is what it is. I said Arizona, Baltimore, Green Bay, the Rams, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Subject to change, obviously. Obviously, subject to change. You know what I'm saying? And that wraps it up for week six of the NFL, of the NFL recap. Week six, all right? So that's that's it for that. So let's get into this NBA situation going on. Welcome to Sports with BI, segment three of Sports with BI podcast on the Block 105 radio. Let's get right to it. Let's talk about the NBA. The NBA opening night was Tuesday, y'all. Tuesday. And the first two games of the NBA opening season on that Tuesday, the Brooklyn Nets versus the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks showed dominance as Giannis Antetokounmpo, Antetokounmpo looks better than he ever did. He got better than he did last season. That's the truth. He looks way. He looks good. He looks. He, he got better. He got better. He looks. He looks very strong out there against Brooklyn. Obviously, Brooklyn didn't have Kyrie Irving or whatever. They played a good game, but Milwaukee was just dominant. You know what I'm saying? They got their rings. And all of that. So, you know, it's opening night. You got to start with the champs, as they should. And, um... You know what I'm saying? That's what happened out there, you know? Uh, Brooklyn lost. You know what I mean? You know, they, they put up a full fight. You know, Harden and the boys put up a good fight, but they lost. And they, they, they'll come back. they come back bigger and better than ever. Those, uh, Brooklyn ain't going nowhere. And then the next game... The second game on the NBA's opening night was the Los Angeles Lakers against the Golden State Warriors. And the Golden State Warriors beat the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles, in, in the last sec, six minutes of the game, uh, uh, the Golden State came back. You know what I'm saying? And they end up winning the game against the mighty Los Angeles Lakers. You got Westbrook, Harden, Ron. You got Westbrook. You got Westbrook. Davis, LeBron, and Carmelo, and you got Rondo out there. You got a Brad Bradley Avery. You got a, you got a host of good players out there for uh, for uh, the L.A. Lakers. You know what I'm saying? Which name didn't play yet though? Um, Thompson didn't play yet. Come on, Thompson didn't play yet. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, y'all. Thompson didn't play yet, so you know it's it's just like uh I don't know what's going on with Clay. When they gonna put him out there? What, what they gonna do? I'm not sure what they are gonna do with Clay Thompson. I'm not sure yet. So um we just keep keep our eyes. Uh, you know I'm ready. I'm ready to see Clay Thompson play basketball. So sooner or later he'll be out there playing, and you know things will be all right. You know what I'm saying? And uh but Golden State beat the Lakers in front. It's the first game of the season. You know what I'm saying? So um you know. As time moves on, we will see what happens. And uh, just watch out for my New York Knicks, baby. You know what I'm saying? Watch out for my New York Knicks, baby. And uh, that, that's what I got to say about that. So moving forward, we're going to get into the sports with B.I. Hold on. 
Yeah, we're going to get in with the sports with B.I. NBA 2021 2022 power rankings. At number one, I got the new, I got the Brooklyn Nets. I still got the Brooklyn Nets at number one. So I see different. At number two, I got the Milwaukee Bucks. At number three, I got the LA Lakers. At number four, I got the Phoenix Suns. That's respectfully. If the Phoenix Suns made it to the, to, the, to, to the finals last year, let's see if they can repeat their performance and they could be a shell of what they was last year. I don't think they are. I think the Jazz is going to be the guys to step it up in the West. They had the Jazz had the best record in the league last year. At number five, the Utah Jazz. At number six, the Miami Heat. At number seven, the Denver Nuggets. Because they bust out out in the West and do something. Because Jokic and Murray coming back. Because remember, they, they lost Murray last year. That's how Portland beat them. So let's see if Murray can come back this year and not be hurt and have that same type of playoff run like he had in the bubble when he was going, he was going up against Donovan Mitchell. And number eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Can't stand their ass. And number nine, the Philadelphia 76ers and Joella B. And number 10, Luka Donis and the Dallas Mavericks. And number 11, the Golden State Warriors that just beat LA this week. And number 12, my LA Clippers. Let's see what Paul George and the boys can do. Because you already know Vashon Leonard's out. So let's see what happens. At number 13, which I don't agree, the Boston Celtics. Are you kidding me? The Boston Celtics over my number 14, New York Knicks. And Julius Randle. And the whole crew. We running it back. We here. What y'all talking about? We here. We running it back. With Derrick Rose. Kimber Walker, Fournay, Mitchell Robinson, R.J. Barrett. Come on, baby. The list goes on and on. IQ, Obi Toppin. Damn, Obi look good too, don't Don't Obi look good? <laughs> All it took was one year of seasoning for Obi Toppin. Now, might I say, Obi Toppin did not look the same last year because he was brand new. He was a rookie. There was COVID. There wasn't any training camp. They just threw the boy into the fire. You know what I'm saying? And even though he's a 24-year-old rookie, he's still a rookie. Just because he's 24 and he completed all four years of college out of Dayton University. You know what I'm saying? They want to give Obi Toppin all of this nonsense. He's a rookie. You know how hard it is to play in the NBA against grown men? But look at him this year. He got a little bit bigger. He started going in his film study. Him and IQ were best friends. Obi just had a baby, so he's a little bit more mature. He got something more to play for. You know what I'm saying? So watch out for the New York Knicks this year, y'all, because we're going to make some noise. At number 15, the Portland Trailblazers. At number 16, the, the Memphis Grizzlies. At number 17, LaMelo Ball. Hold on. At number 16, I can't forget about John Morant. And look, I say his name. John Morant, one of the best point guards in the league in the Memphis Grizzlies. At number 17, another point guard, another rookie of the year, LaMelo Ball and the Charlotte Hornets at number 17. At number 18, Malcolm Bogdan and all that money he just got, and Sabonis, the Indiana Pacers. At number 19, the newly minted Chicago Bulls with LaRozan. You got you got uh Ball, the other Ball brother. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo Ball. Alright? You got DeMar DeRozan. You got, you got some other you got some other players out there. You still got Zach Levine for the 19, the new limited Chicago Bulls at number 19. They gotta prove it though. And number 20, you got the Toronto Raptors. 
All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Siakam can bring to the table. Oh, they're going to. They're going to suck at the beginning of the year. They're going to tank the year. That means Siakam might get traded this year. I bet you any money that that Siakam gets traded this year. Siakam is out of there, man. Nick Nurse is one of the best coaches that in the NBA, but he just don't got the talent. Toronto was whack. Sorry, Drake. Toronto was whack. And number twenty-one, you got the Washington Wizards, who look promising. Kyle Kuzma looks like trash after he got traded from LA. But they got some promises players on because they played the Knicks in the preseason, and I kind of like their team. The Wizards got some promising players, uh, and they got a, and they got a, and they got a, and they got a, they got, a, they got um, Paul Salas' son. No, they got, no, they got. Uh, I forgot, I forgot their coach's name, but it's a, he's a brother. It can't come to mind, damn, Brett. I'm sorry, sports would be. I'm sorry, my listeners. I can't think of the Wizards' coach's name off the rip, but I, I guarantee you, I'm sorry. It'll come to me. At number 22, the sorry Minnesota Timberwolves. As we get down to the doldrums, y'all. At number 24, the New Orleans Pelicans. Without Zion Williamson, but they got my man B.I., Brandon Ingram, at 24. At 25, the Spurs. Brand new team. Or they dig the young. Young team. They're 25th. Young team, the Spurs. At number 26, Cleveland. Another young team. At number 27, the Detroit Pistons. You know what I'm saying? And Grant. I like Grant. Grant got a good game. And they got a lot of young players over in Detroit as well. Tay Cunningham, the rookie out of Oklahoma State. What can Detroit well, can Detroit rise their power making from 27? We will soon find out because they're at the bottom with the Houston Rockets at 28, the 29, the Orlando Magic, and at 30, the Oakland's Oklahoma City Thunder. It's going to be a good season this season, y'all. The NBA is going to be jam-packed. It's going to be a fun season. It's going to be a really fun season. I can't wait. And, I, and, and the season has begun, and I'm so happy. But the Giants the Giants absolutely bring me no joy. All right. Can the Nets win the title without Kyrie Irving? Uh, yes, I think they can. That's the question I have for my listeners. Can the Giant, can the, can the, Net, can the Brooklyn Nets win the title without Kyrie Irving? Uh, it's gonna, I think they can. But I, I think that Kyrie's coming back, though. I think Kyrie's going to end up coming back. He's going to get that itch. He's going to get that basketball itch. He's going to take that vaccine if they got to force it on him. They're going to shoot him. Instead of shooting him in his arm, they're going to shoot him in his ass. That's what they're going to do. Instead of shooting him in his arm, they're going to shoot him in his ass. They're going to tie his ass down. They're going to strap his ass down. And they're going to stick a needle right in his ass. That's what they need to do. Talk about he don't want to play. And you you getting damn near. If he don't play... He still get eighty million dollars for the season. So you, you time eighty, you, you go eighty plus, you go eighty, we go eighty plus eighty. He getting half of that, all right? He getting half of that. So huh, guess guess what? Guess what? <laughs> They're gonna strap his ass down and, and shoot it, might shoot that shoot that vaccine right in his ass where it need to go. And he get his black ass out there. Excuse me, y'all. He get his. African Americans ass out there and play some basketball. Stop playing. Joel Embiid is not interested in the Ben Simmons drama. Ben Simmons kicked out of practice and suspended for one game for not participating in practice drills. And Ben Simmons had a nerve to have a cell phone in his pocket during practice. So the first, the first day, so the first, what happened was the first day, Ben Simmons came. Doc Rivers, you know, he, he's he's a Zen master. He said, okay, this this guy don't this guy doesn't he, he's lofting around. He got a different shirt on it. He don't got the same shirt everybody got on. Okay, so he let him rock the first day. He set him up. 
So the second day he came to practice, we're on that same type of time, cell phone in his cell phone in his pocket, and he was like, "Okay, come on, Ben, I want you to participate in this drill." And Ben was like, "Nah." And what you mean, no, Ben? I don't want to do this. Why don't you, Ben? You came to the, you, you came you, you was disgruntled all see all off season. All summer you was disgruntled. I want to get traded. I'm gonna get traded. Then you find out you was losing. <coughs> you was losing damn near. Um, you was losing a half a miller. You was losing a half a miller a week. So guess what he did? He decided to bring his this African American ass to practice. That's what he decided to do. Okay, because he started losing that money. You know what I'm saying? A half a mil a week, huh? Okay, I, I, I would go to practice too. But now you want to come to practice lethargic, act like you're not interested. You're not even talking to the guys. The guys are talking to you. You kind of ignoring them. And you got to know the practice with a damn cell phone in your pocket. Are you shitting me? Yo, Ben Simmons need to go somewhere with that man. Play NBA basketball, man. You you are you should be you are privileged, not okay. Why do you think that you are? Like, given this, this is a privilege. You know how many people die to be in spot to make 40000 a game? You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Can you imagine making 40000 a game for one? Can you imagine making $40,000 for one night? Just think about it. 40000 for playing basketball. For one night of playing basketball, you can make 40, 40, 40K. Oh, man. Whew. I mean, they say it ain't all about the money. Well, damn it, I'll tell you what. Until I see that money, it's all about the money, okay? I don't give a damn what nobody says. Oh, it ain't all about the money, yeah. Well, that's a damn lie because if you're broke and you ain't got nothing, then what you going to say? Oh, I need some money, right? So you're going to tell me it ain't all about the money? Yeah, right. Until I get that type of money, it's all about the money. Now, what you get to achieve that money, you work your ass off. You stay dedicated to your craft. And you could be able to get those type of figures. You might not get those type of figures, but who wouldn't? Who you're privileged to play NBA basketball and make that type of money per night? Kyrie Irving making eighty million dollars for not even playing. Oh come on! So you mean he's going? If he if he plays, he doubles that. Come on, man! You got this. You can't make this up, man. Can't make this up. 16 to 17 million dollars to play 82 games with a basketball. Come on. For one year. That's generational money, man. Now tell them what you could do. You could flip the money and do something else with it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, man. The NBA season started. I don't know what's going on with these guys, man. They bugging out, man. They're not, they're not counting their blessings, man. You got to count your blessings. Pray to the Lord, Allah, Jehovah, whatever your religion is, man. You need, to lay, you need to sit down, get on your knees, lay on your back, do something, man. If you if you if you got that thing, if you got like a you like a, a Judas, like a like Tiger Woods, put that put that ash on your forehead, man. Do something, man, and pray, cause you y'all need it, man. Y'all y'all not counting your blessings. Y'all listen to the Sports with Bi on the Block One Hundred Five Radio every Thursday from nine to ten a.m. on the Block One Hundred Five. Rock, Block One Five Radio, Rec, good looking. I appreciate you having me on. You can check out my, you can check out all my podcasts and my audio podcasts on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can check out, like I said, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor. You can also check out 
All my audio, I had the dope interview with Naheem Thomas and Home Go Charter on Instagram Live, Sports with BI, Instagram Live, Sports with BI, Facebook, BI Wells Facebook. Love y'all. See y'all next week. Thank you, Rick, for the opportunity. Lenay, Lenay, Lenay.